Welcome to the podcast. Here is our special guest, Overdue, my uncle Ray from Human Powered Aggression. How you doing out there? Yeah. So what we're going to talk about is what Uncle Ray is doing with his band, with his bandmates. All right. Well, right now, hmm, we're getting ready to start playing live again. It's been since December of, I don't know what the fuck it was, 19 or 20. It's been a couple years. Been alternating between drummers and... <clears throat> getting ready to play a local festival called Next Stock coming up. I think it's June, June or July, I don't know. The location is yet to be determined because it's, every few years it seems to, <clears throat> I don't know, it changes, you know what I mean? And the last one was like way out. It was a cool place, but it was like a couple hours away. And we're getting ready to go out melt some fucking faces. So, as I've told you guys, my uncle loves the band Pantera. He loved to talk about Pantera, Dime, Finny, Phil, and the bassist, I forgot his name, Rex, I think. Yeah, Rex Brown. Well, first of all, Pantera is my favorite band, Them and Sabbath. Because of Pantera is why I picked up the guitar. And And then... Because the dime's playing, and I like the band anyway. Then later on, I uh, moved to Texas, and I end up being friends with their friends and getting to hang out with them a bunch of times and go to Dime's house and all kinds of shit and fucking hijinks, te- Texas-style, man. It's just... And at that time, too, it was like from 99, Pantera was still going. I'd get all backstage fucking passes, go backstage, get all crocked and shit. Meet everybody from the Pantera home videos, right? Of everybody that's ever seen them. There's Bobby Tongs and all these other people that you've seen on that. So to meet them backstage in person is fun. And just, you know, get to kind of know them a little bit and get fucked up with them a little bit. And just, oh, you meet your idols. You know, if you ever get to meet your idols, it's pretty cool, especially them, because they're the real deal. They were, you know. Now, um... Uncle Ray and I have been to one concert together, Godsmack and Rob Zombie, back in 2016, I think it was, or 2015. Rob Zombie talking shit like he always does, but, you know, it's worth it. Um, Uncle Ray. That's cool, man. It's been that long. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey. And my wife... And I are planning on going to see Alice Cooper. Hopefully, Uncle Ray will be there with us. I ain't fucking missing the house. Hopefully, he's got a cool band with him. It's here in September in Binghamton at the Veterans Memorial Arena. Unfortunately, there's no train action because Megan and I have some personal issues that we're dealing with with our health. Um, So we're trying to see what we can do. Um, My guitar, our guitar is kind (sighs) of... MIA right now because it needs a string. We'll get that fixed soon. I forgot about it, and I've been busy with crazy shit. But Sunday, this last Sunday, Orthodox Easter, April 24th, um, was WWE Sunday Stunner. First time going. It was awesome with my wife. Except for some shit bags at the show. <laughs> There's shit bags, man. They're, they're out there. Sammy running his mouth. 
Um, Sammy's great at that. Charlotte running her mouth. Great. Um, the niece of Bret Hart was there. Natalia, um, Natty. Yeah. Roman and Drew and Sheamus, of course, talking shit. Usos. Naomi yeah, came yeah, out side yeah, when Meg and I, I like Meg and I were out back of the arena, <laughs> and we almost got an autograph. We just waved and went on our way to get inside. Um, it's yeah, always, it was pretty cool, though, right? Yeah, well, seeing it now, or, watching SmackDown or Raw or any of it on TV when you go there in person. Doesn't the ring fucking look small? It looks Doesn't so it small from where, is, yeah, right? from where we were sitting. But it's what it um, is. It, it was awesome. It looked like they were actually hitting each other, which on TV it looks like they're just not, not even <laughs> punching Ginger Mahal, rubbing his nuts oh, yeah. with his T-shirt. Ginger Mahal. Fucking ain't seen him in a while. He's a big motherfucker. I know. Man. He's, he's tall. Well, you know, years ago he was him, Heath Slater, and the other motherfucker. Rusev. Uh, no, no. It was no. before Rusev. But they were called 3MB. And they were kind of like uh, like a fake band, 3MB or something. Yo, man. But gender, I don't know what happened. They split all that shit up. Heath Slater had that, yo, I got kids shirt, that thing going for a while before they got with Rhino. But gender, I don't know, you didn't see him for a while. He came back jacked. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's on steroids or what, man. He got all jacked up, though. It's good to see him again, too, because he's a good wrestler. Congratulations to The Undertaker, 30 years in the making. Yep. Finally in the Hall of Fame with his brother Kane, the monster. Glenn Triple James. Triple H. Retiring, that's so sad to see. Yeah, he's double he's, H now. He's, well, <laughs> Stephanie has him under control and so does Vince, thankfully. I don't know. I think he actually stands up to them, though. Good for him. His brand, NXT, always a good thing to see with... And hats off to Shawn Michaels with NXT, too. With uh, some upcoming wrestlers. Cody Rhodes is back. American not, Nightmare. Not with... Himself as Stardust, thankful for that. Yeah, he doesn't have to play that stupid, silly, fake Joker gimmick anymore. Seth Rollins uh, with his weird uh, entrance. Uh, he is definitely a character. I think his kid is driving him nuts. No, it's Vince. <laughs> Vince is like, hey, pal, here's what you're going to do, Seth. And then he's got to do all this holy. You know, he's going with it because he's getting fucking paid. But I'm sure he, he would rather go to the old style. Dean Ambrose leaves. Back to go to AEW. And now he's John Moxley again. Good for him. And another thing, too, one of the best matches I've ever seen here before COVID and all that, like maybe two years before that, they were here. And it was Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose. And they beat each other with fucking tables, putting. Chairs, you know, and it was, I think, at the end of it, it was the final match of the night, and they kept going. It was a long match. You know, I think that was the best live match I think I've seen, and I've seen shit from, like, 89. I went here and seen uh, Macho Man, Jimmy Fly Snook, uh, Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior, all those, um, Earthquake, all Rick the Flair. old guys. I don't think I've seen Flair here. He wasn't in WWF at the time. When it was WWF. And still, I stare at the phone when I talk, too, because it... Bleh. 
WWE, in my mind, is always going to be WWF. The Attitude Era with Stone Cold, Triple H, the game, DX. Time to play the game. Well, back to what we want to talk about, music. Wait, okay, before we get back to the music, I want to bring something up. Get off your fucking phone if you're in fucking line at any fucking store. Knock it off. No one wants to hear your fucking shit and quit fucking singing out loud. No one wants to hear it. You suck. Fuck off. Knock it off. Get in line like a normal fucking person and don't fucking say nothing. Wait till it's your turn. Don't, no one wants to hear your scummy drama and all that bullshit. Sorry, but everyone can agree with that. I know you see it every fucking day at Walmart, the gas station, walking down the street, everyone fucking thinks they're a fucking American Idol now. I don't know. They're looking for attention or what? Even the bums got, I don't know if it's a Bluetooth or what the, or they're just fucking screwed in the head. But I'm sick of watching them walk around talking about stupid shit. All right, back to music. So one of the best solos I can think of from oh. Dime okay. is when he did a cover of a Metallica song. Metallica is one of my favorite bands. James on the rhythm, along with Kirk, the shredder. But Dime is a little better at shredding in well, my opinion. they got their own styles. Kirk. My, one, okay, go on. Sorry. No, you said one of your favorite. What solo? Uh, I'm trying to think. It was a while ago that I looked it up. He did either something off of Kill em All okay. or just fooling around, I think. Well, first of all, you brought up Kill em All. Love that fucking album. I don't care. Metallica has done so much great shit. And they've evolved into what they have over the years, but take it right back to the fucking street, nitty gritty, fucking kill them all, dude. And then the fucking title says it all. The cover of the album says it all. It was a badass fucking album. I love the sound of it. I love it. I like it how it doesn't sound as modern with the <clears throat> the mixing on it, like the you know, the bass and everything, like. It's, I just love that gritty, old, fucking thrash fucking sound. Like the old Bay Area shit, dude. Anything from the 80s, in my opinion, That's is better. As better as you can get. The hair of the metal bands, the Big Four, Anthrax, oh, Slayer man. with Jeff Henneman and Kerry King, mm-hmm. Megadeth when he got kicked out of Metallica, and no, of no, course, no. Metallica. no. Dave Mustaine kicked Metallica out of Megadeth. Yeah, if <laughs> well, that's a meme and it's a joke and shit. But he was a he was original in fucking Metallica at first. Dave Mustaine is he was too rowdy and drunk, and and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get ultra rowdy with my own shit. Metallica got Kirk, and they went their own way, and it worked out. We got two great bands instead of one. You can't and go wrong with that. With James' vocals and Dave's. Um, but the Flying V and of course any Dean that he picks up sounds amazing with the pickups. I don't know much about the pickups and what. No, well, they got that shit all dialed in. Definitely, definitely. But one of the greatest songs of the 80s is one, Metallica. Oh, yeah. From Slayer, probably Angel of Death. Yeah, 86. Uh, and Rainy Blood. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, there's just too many. I'm the man with their Andrews. remix. 
Um, Indians. I'm in your face. Kick you and your father back in place. Step off, sucker. Understand? Don't you know I'm the man? And and of course, Exodus with their stuff. Don't know much. Gary Holt. um, And hats off to Gary Holt for filling in after Hanneman died. Joining Slayer. Kicking fucking ass with his own fucking signature badass pickups. Fuck yeah. Another V. Hats off to Gary Holt. And another guitarist that has... Let's go back to solos. Let's go back to solos. Now, let's go back to Diane and let's talk about solos. One of the most greatest fucking dime solos was on Cemetery Gates. If you don't know that, fucking go look it up. Cemetery Gates by Pantera. When the fucking solo hits, if that don't do something to you, you'll go crawl in a hole. And speaking of solos as well, you can't forget Jimmy Page with um, Stairway to Heaven as well. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end. I know it seems cliche to, for, you know, to people for anyone to bring that up, but it's just the goddamn truth. You can't fuck with that shit. Jimmy Page is one of the greatest guitarists yeah. that ever lived yeah. along with the with Kiss his, members. With his fucking weird designed bell-bottom pants, he still rocked it. And he was shooting fucking bats in his attic when he was all coked out that one time trying to record. But, mm-hmm. as always, Dime, with his crazy rhythm of his guitar and with Vinny on the drums. Yeah, and the funny thing is, too, growing up, Dime and Vinny, it's like the Van Halen brothers. They switched. It was like... Vinny was going to do the guitar, Dime wanted to do the drums, and it switched. And it's the same thing that happened with the Van Halen brothers. And the funny thing is, the reason why Dime started playing guitar is one year, it was his birthday was coming up, and his dad goes, well, you can have that nice new BMX bike, or you can have the fucking guitar. He got the guitar, and then started learning it, and then locked himself away one summer, like, just didn't go out hang out, like, you know, with everyone like they do, go out and play. One fucking summer, comes out, goes and wins competitions. That's why he played team guitars, was because that first thing he competition he won, the prize was a Dean guitar, and that's what the Dean I'm out. And from there on, he just kept winning, winning. They do it at uh, Six Flags over Texas, at Six Flags. <clears throat> and that's how the whole thing started with Dean. But let's get sidetracked and start talking about there's something going on with the heel on my right foot. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Um, so to wrap up this awesome podcast. It's not done. What? 15 minutes, that's it? We can go a little longer if you want. Yeah, just get warmed up. Come on. You can say something if you what want. What are you talking about? 15 minutes? Yo, usually this is how long the ads would have been if we had ads. So, this is a long overdue. Megan has a health condition that is not well known in women. Um, it's not? PCOS. Hmm. It is not well known. It is getting funding. There was a marathon in L.A. and someone collapsed. And passed away. Really? But it wasn't for my cause, but they did do a, a marathon for it. Uh, they did raise some money. This is the first time that they did. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but we're talking about music and everything, and it's like, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. I know he does this all the time. <laughs> So no, no. Well, let's spread some awareness about this. So if it's not very well known and stuff, you know, hey. So with poly or PCOS, yeah, just Google it if you don't um, understand it. It after you have kids, you can have it. Let me explain. That. <laughs> okay. Married couples, they agree so great. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm just gonna be blunt. I have a male hormone in me and a female hormone in me. So at times, it feels like I'm constantly They're battling crashing. my mood. So I feel like a man inside and a woman, and I'm constantly arguing. This is great. But it's it's a it's something that I have to deal with. Eventually, some days, someday, we do want kids, but not right now. The cat is our kid. Good kitty. And no, kitty's looking tough. Now I'm bringing it back to you because I'm getting sidetracked. So, if you don't know what it is, look it up, please. Yeah, Google it. Awareness is good for anything. And don't be picking on people that have it, calling them names. And if you don't know what it is, don't rip ass on it. Because, honestly, take a mile in someone else's shoes. And they do misdiagnose with bipolar and... They say you can have bipolar schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, but it's honestly your hormonal imbalance, which pisses me off because people like to label me as bipolar and other women, and we're really not. It's funny, too, because, you know, some people are bipolar, and I get what it is and everything, but I swear to fucking Christ, I must be quad fucking polar. Because I swear, no, I can wake up. Yeah. Be happy, not be happy. I go outside, I'm happy. I go back in, then I'm not happy. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Yeah, well, I think it seems like kind of a fucking normal thing in life, but maybe it's just a little more for some people. Maybe maybe uh, we should just eat a bunch of CBD-infused Oreo cookies and throw hot dogs at fucking cheerleaders. Yeah, that so would be funny. Tell no. them to open up your mouth. <laughs> like, bing. is this the Howard Stern show? Nope. You're in Binghamton. You're in Big <laughs> So I wanted to say something about Charlotte the other day. I think she said Bummington, New York. It's oh, Binghamton, yeah, New did. York. She did it on purpose. Yeah, she's purpose. trying to get the crowd. Oh, going. you gotta see. Okay, remember Elias? Now he's Ezekiel. I'm his brother. You know Elias. Comes out and talks shit about each town. He came here a few years ago. He's like ripping on Binghamton. And he's saying it like the Holiday Inn or or the other one. Double Hilton. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, now going down the hall, oh, just ripped on Binghamton so bad. It was so great. And then a couple years before that, you know, Edge and Christian. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Christian comes. He goes, hey, Binghamton. Yeah, takes his cell phone out. Because you guys are so behind the times, or don't know shit, or whatever. See this? He goes to the crowd. This is a cell phone, but you guys here would know it. And bam! Oh man, it's the best, the most flattering thing a wrestler can do, especially to heal the bad guy, right? Talk shit, rip on your fucking hometown when they're there. It's the best. So, <laughs> so where were we? I wanted to talk about baseball real quick. Yes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to. Love the fucking Yankees. Yankees for life. Loved the playoffs last year, right? Spring training this year. I know one or two of them motherfucking names 
The rest of them just shipped right in, or something. I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know. Every year, it seems like I got to learn who the fuck they are. I'm starting to. I know Giancarlo Stanton's still on there. Yeah, but you know, but oh my god, I fucking know none of them. I can name five. Name them: Derek Cole, Aaron Judge. I know Judge. Everyone knows well, Judge. everyone knows the biggest Judge, Stanton. I'm trying to think um, of the ones I know. Now from just watching, yeah, but it's like a whole Josh Donaldson. Team. I don't know. Yeah. He got traded to the Yankees for a few players, a catcher, Gary Sanchez. <laughs> <coughs> I'll tell you, I hate having to learn who's on the team each year. That's why I like growing up the teams I grew up with when Jeter started. All that whole fucking era. And back when Don Mattingly was hitting home runs, Every time he'd hit a tater, it'd go, this punch for you. And it would show it. Yeah. So my favorite Yankee of all time is also the number that I wore in Little League. Derek Jeter is Two. my all-time favorite baseball player. But Ken Griffey Jr. with his bad. swing, his rookie card, I always had it. 89. I traded an 89 upper deck fucking Ken Griffey Jr. rookie. For a Santa Cruz high-tech fiberglass skateboard. Oh, you got to be kidding me. And I that broke car. it on a guardrail, and it had foam inside it. Fucking bleh. Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card is worth more money. It was worth money, and then it wasn't. Cards went down in value, and I guess they're up again. Dude, I had like a few of those. I did. My mom and Uncle Ray had over 15,000 baseball cards, and there's only 26 left. I and have no idea. The 25 is Mark McGuire's. And there's oh, a Mickey bad. Mantle rookie re- re- recopy. Reproduction. I have it. And, well, mm-hmm. it's in horrible condition. I got it off a lady that was selling nothing but Yankee stuff at the New York State Fair. And little booties for kitties. So she can make them little YouTube videos where the cat walks all weird because they're trying to shake them off their feet. Okay, then hurry up. So, <laughs> predictions. No play Playoff predictions. Yankees are going to the World Series and the Mets are going to be 0-50. You know what? I'll tell you something. I'm all for the Yanks, but I've been following the Mets too. I got to follow the Mets, too, right? No, I do. But I'll tell you, the other, if it wasn't, the next fucking team I pick is goddamn Blue Jays. They got fucking Biggio, Craig Biggio's son on it. It's got Dante Bichette's fucking son on it. And the Blue Jays, I'm telling you, they need to fucking sell out, let the Yankees buy them. And we are the New York Blue Yankee, Jays. Yank Jays. They got a good fucking team on Blue Jays. Don't forget the first baseman carried over from third, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His dad was one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And he could make a badass tamale. And that up. Who knows? And Nick Swisher was in the news last month. I need to smoke Swisher sweets. All right. Nick Swisher was one of my favorite baseball players back when they took the Phillies to the house. Swept the the kitchen floor, yeah, and then made me off for the loser. No, I'm just now, the Red Sox don't get me started on the Red Sox. No, they they cheat. Need, first of all, their Sox ain't even red. Stop it. 
and, and they need to stop Being having Christmas a no anyway. name on a jersey because that's the Yankee tradition, not the Red Sox. But Fenway Park is on my bucket list to go see. Yeah, it's a beautiful park. Beautiful. I it love is it so place. hard to play. The grass, just the grass makes me want to just jump off a bridge. It's so nice. But Yankee Stadium is probably one of my great favorite places, thanks to Shenango Valley and my study hall teacher. The old stadium or no? The new. New. I got an opportunity. Mr. Yeah. Grassi, he's Italian. I went Italian. to the old one. I watched the Blue Jays play the incident. We so, lost 9 nothing against L.A. Rangers. Those are yours. I don't smoke those. You don't? Do you know anything? Wait, what are they? I don't. Tobacco. <laughs> Wait. Well, yeah. Um, I'm doing this podcast with my nephew and his wife. How you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I was just being funny because he said Swiss or Swiss. No. Um, a show. Well, who smokes these? No Why one. do you have them? I'll tell you after. Do you want them? Should I take them? I can't them? say it over the phone. Can you finish them? Uh, yeah. Should I take them with me or leave them? Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Well, if I take is someone going to use them if I leave them? Well, you. No. They were mine. I don't feel comfortable pushing down the pocket. Oh, it doesn't fucking. I can't even hear you anyway. I can. I can. I empty out the tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put. And then I make a blunt out of it. Who the fuck doesn't? Fucking kids are riding tricycles doing that shit. Fucking smoking out their ass. My friend taught me that, and she said that if I knew anyone, I don't smoke. I'll take them if you don't want them. I don't want them. I'll take them. I have regular. I'm sure I know somebody. I have regular swishers there. Oh, I know somebody that swishes. So, oh, wait, wait. Speaking of baseball, one thing I do fucking miss back in the fucking 80s, I think it stopped around the early 80s, is watching like Lenny Dykstra up there. He's up there at the plate with the bat like this. Big old fucking cheek full of chew, dripping. <laughs> Disgusting. Chew. Yes. Awesome. I'm going to save these two for the other stuff. Okay. So, playoff predictions, the Red Sox aren't even going to get it. Um, yeah, they don't Blue Jays, probably, Yo, maybe. Blue Jays are badass. They got a fucking team, I'm telling you. Now, a team from the 70s known as the Cincinnati Reds, I believe it's going to be the, the Yankees and the Reds for a repeat of the 1970s mm, rematch. That'd be cool. Cause, What's up with this uh, Guardians shit? You see that? Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland Guardians. Guardians of what? They were fucking... No one had a problem with them being called Indians, just like Kansas City Chiefs. The fucking Native American community loved that. They were being recognized. They're being Same with the Redskins in Washington. They're not all pussy woke bullshit. They're like, they liked it. They like that they're being acknowledged, you know? I thought it's a good tribute, you know? The Braves among some of the greatest teams with Chipper Jones. Chipper. And Jim Johnson. Socks up, yes. Jim Johnson from IndyCop was the closer for the Braves a few years ago. Yeah. Um, NASCAR predictions for the playoffs. NASCAR predictions? I got one. They're going to drive in circles real fast, like. And it's one of them motherfuckers that can come in first. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Kyle Rowdy Crybaby Bush is going to lose his job at Joe Gibbs for is his... Is it Kyle Bush's kid? No. Your grandkid? 
Kyle Busch is just Kyle Busch. I call him I thought that dude was probably retired and old by now. No, as a lot of NASCAR Kyle fans. No, he wasn't even racing in like the late 80s, early 90s. No, no. Oh. Kyle so Busch is the most hated driver in NASCAR right now because he whines and complains about how the cars drive. Well, if you don't like it, go to work at McDonald's because there's yeah. someone here in New York that could drive so much better. Well, like you said, if your NASCAR is not driving to your specifications, you should just quit NASCAR and go serve burgers <laughs> to people driving at the drive-thru and make sure you fuck their order up so you just smile when you hand them that fucked up order knowing that they're going to go home and kick the dog and slap the wife because they're fucking pickles on that goddamn burger. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking Diet Coke, they give me Dr. Pepper. Yo, I'm done, son. So... I have to rat on Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin has a partner named Michael Jordan, probably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But this one's white. Michael Jordan is... I'm joking. Well, Michael is one of the greatest of all Yo, time. baddest ever, mad, intimidating. Next. He's, Michael Jordan is the Dale Earnhardt of basketball. And same with oh Kobe. God, that was the best fucking shit I've ever said. Michael Jordan is Dale Earnhardt in basketball. And he was raised as a NASCAR fan when he was a kid. He loved NASCAR. But Dale... My analogy is just the best ever. I leave leave you all with that. So 22 years ago last Sunday was the anniversary of... Poxitani Phil had an orgasm and then was killed and shot. And then they replaced him. Well, I was going to go into... Dale Earnhardt's crew. Dale Earnhardt Sr., one of the hat. greatest. That was Richard Petty. What? With no, the Fox and Tommy Phil had the top hat, too. Okay. No, the guy that pulled him out. Well, so this last. It's called side track. And we do this a lot. Correctly. So. Nice. So. With Jeffrey Earnhardt had a start in a iconic number three this Jeff last. The he's the grandson of Dale oh. Earnhardt Whoa. and the nephew of Kelly and Dale Earnhardt. Oh, did they all race? He drove the number three. And he got a no. great top five did they finish. they all race? No shit. And and the next podcast, we're going to be talking about one subject and not 50 million. This is where the wife jumps in and tells the husband. So, music for the week. What would you recommend from all categories? Music, like people that suck and listen to pussy shit? Is that what you mean? No, like the... Music for the week. What, what do you music mean? would you recommend to Oh, for the to week we're living to? in? Yeah. Oh, I thought week. you meant week. Like, <laughs> My oh. pick is going to be none other than Texas Hippie Coalition. Go THC. Yeah. Mongo and my Mine's voice. Mine's Finger. All right. For the week? Well, I don't listen to nothing new anymore. Um, we're going to go Motorhead. Love Lemmy. Um... Other than that, thank you for coming on the show. Hopefully you can do this more often. Not only just Motorhead, but the album 1916. Check that one out. It's a fucking badass album, man. And don't forget to check out Triple H's entrance because it will be the last time you'll hear it. it's time to play the game. And if you're going to respond to our train group, no perverts and... No sex offenders. And please answer all the rules. (laughs) Thank you and have a good night. Yeah, turds. Peace.